0: My name is Felice Gerwitz and I want to introduce you to my publishing company, Media Angels. I have a heart for homeschool families and since 1994 I have poured my efforts into creating curriculum to support teaching science, especially from a creationist worldview to the homeschool community. My curriculum was selected by Kathy Duffy and her 101 Top Homeschool Picks. Another Labor of Love is a three book novel series specifically for homeschoolers with a creation focus, the truth seekers mystery series that I co-authored with my daughter Christina. Media Angels represents uncompromising quality, not only with books, but with an online homeschool convention and this ultimate homeschool radio network with amazing show hosts. Along with books, Media Angels has produced an American History and an American Government video series, as well as a family Bible study, Homeschooling with Proverbs. It has been my pleasure to mentor countless homeschool families and missionaries worldwide. I also enjoy mentoring aspiring authors with one-on-one coaching and the Information in a Nutshell series. If we haven't met. Please reach out. I'd love to help you on your homeschooling journey, or if you have a book, help you getting that into print. I can be found on social media and look forward to meeting you. You can reach me at mediaangels.com. Thanks so much and hope to meet you soon. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. And today we are going to talk about faith building activities for kids. This is episode 325, and you can find the show notes at Vintage Homeschool Moms. And please go ahead and share this podcast with your friends. Uh, Subscribe to it if you're not already subscribed. And give me a star rating on any of the podcast apps where you listen. Thanks so much. Well, having fun and learning are two of my favorite things. And when you add faith, that even makes it better. So I'm going to discuss 10 faith-building activities uh, that will help your children see the spiritual connection between faith and um, the Bible. You know, today I want to thank our sponsor, and that is the Christian Standard Bible. Please check them out and sign up for their free information at csbible.com. And you know, our sponsors are so important to this network. They help us to pay the bills and praise God for them. We are so blessed to have a wonderful sponsor. And We've known about this sponsor for a while, and I just found out that Kathy Lee, um, one of the podcasters on this network, said she bought one for her husband uh, for Christmas, and he loves it. So just a shout out to uh, the Christian Standard Bible. Also a great Bible to use with your kids um, because it is um, just an easier to read translation. So we all want our kids to be good Christians, right? And to be able to learn and to share their faith with others, because really it's the good news that we're sharing. And scripture tells us that as well. In Proverbs 22, 6, we know that scripture well. Train up the child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And of course, Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 9, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart. And thy whole soul and thy whole strength and these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart and thou shalt tell them to thy children and thou shalt meditate upon them sitting in thy house and walking on thy journey, sleeping and rising and thou shalt bind them as a sign on thy hand and they shall be and shall move between thy eyes and thou shalt write them in the entry and on the doors of my house. There are so many more scriptures and that one is just beautiful because that just um, has so much of a wealth of information. You really need to ponder that scripture and just share it with your kids. And, you know, it's an amazing thing. I know I've learned it and you've experienced it as well that kids pick up our worst habits. And I used to think, well, why is that? Why are the kids, you know, picking up all the bad things I do and they're not picking up all of the good things that I do? And then my husband and I were joking one day and we said, well, you know what? It's probably because that's what we demonstrate to them the most. And, you know, I, I am going to share that with you. Do with it as you will. Um, You know, maybe your kids pick up only your good habits. But if we're modeling great behavior like praying, reading our Bible, doing a Bible study, going to church, the kids are going to pick up our habits. I remember a man one time that was very disillusioned with faith. And he said, Well, when I was a kid, my parents used to drop us off um, at the corner for us to walk to church. And you know, that's how he remembers growing up and going to church. And I said, really? And I, and he was, you know, kind of bad-mouthing this particular faith. And I said, well, you know, that's kind of amazing that you sat through all of those sermons and, you know, listened from the scriptures being read and you were so negative toward the church. And he said, oh, we never went inside. You know, and I was like, okay, um, you can't, You know, put something down that you have not experienced. And so kids have these notions and they see things differently than we do. I have a great example of that on our um, pages on social media. Um, My daughter actually sent it to me and and it was a series of questions that her, um, you know, she had asked her four-year-old. And from a four-year-old's perspective, these were all truths. They were things that she knew her mother did based upon um, how she perceived her mother to be. And her answers were hysterical because she's a four-year-old. And I'm going to share more about that in my next podcast on parenting tips. But the point here is that our kids see things so differently, and if we don't Model the behaviors if we don't spell it out, if we don't talk to them, then they're not going to grasp what we're trying to teach them. The first thing I would like you to do is just stop and pray and ask the Lord how best to teach your children. I can give you some suggestions, but the Lord may have some better ideas for you. Ask the Lord to help you find those teachable moments that bring kids, you know, to the love and compassion of our Lord jesus christ and he has that for each one of us and especially his unconditional love for us you know i just attended a talk about um, some faiths that don't serve the same god and you know when you look at other religions outside of catholicism and christianity you find that the gods that these faiths worship require different things Some require obedience and submission, and others require worship or ritualistic sacrifice. Our God only requires our obedience and love, and He returns His love to us. He was the sacrifice for our sins. And so, Christianity is the truth. It is the real thing. It is not a falsehood. And with that comes an amazing responsibility to teach our children and to share the good news with them. So are you ready? Here are my top 10 favorite faith building activities. And I have um, all of this up on the show notes on Vintage Homeschool Moms. And again, this is episode 325. You can find it at Faith Building Activities. Okay, so the first is attending church. You know, even when the kids are little, if you make a habit of attending church and making sure that you don't miss, it becomes one of those things that you always do. When we used to go different places and... We were away on the weekends or my kids were playing sports. We always found a church. Sometimes my kids would have uh, games at the times that there were church services. So I would just ask the coach if it was okay if my son started later or my daughter started later. And of course, the kids didn't want to miss their games, and as they got older, it became more difficult because it's not something you do, but they could see how important it was to me, and it became to them. My kids do this to this day. You know, they attend church while they're away at school. Um, one time, my daughter told me she didn't really want to drive in the snow, so she asked one of her friends, who's from Canada, uh, to drive her car, and that girl went to church with her, who doesn't normally attend church. So, you know, we're planting seeds now for the future and when they're older, and what fruit that that will, you know, you'll obtain at some point, we don't know. We don't know what that fruit is. We plant the seeds and the Lord harvests. Amen. The second is praying as a family, before meals, in the evening. Again, a routine. When we're out to eat, we pray. We're Catholic, so we do. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. It's not just bowing your head and closing your eyes and people say, oh, wow, you know, they're praying. No, we actually vocally say a prayer together. And sometimes when the kids were little, they were a little bit loud, and yes, I'm going to admit, I was embarrassed. But afterwards, people would just say to us, you know, it takes a lot of courage to pray in public, and that just really reminded me that I need to get back to church, or I need to get back to prayer. And so, praise God, we can be, um, you, know, you know, even if you bow your head before meals and, and don't make a big show of things, um, we're not trying to make a show, but sometimes it turns out that way, you know, it's a witness, again. Um, evening prayer has always been a wonderful tradition in our family okay daily praise reports what we are thankful for each day we would do this every evening after our evening prayers or devotionals and this is just a time for the Lord to thank the thank for the kids to thank the Lord for all that he's done in their day I mean I I would have one son who would you know was just not a very happy person at some point in his life, and he would just say, well, I'm thankful that it was a cool day, or I'm thankful that I had clean clothes to wear. That's right. We, we thank God for every little thing. And yes, I had to take him aside and kind of help him to look at things differently and to see where God was in his life when he thought that God wasn't. Number four is reading the Bible. Be sure to check out the link that I have in the show notes. I did a podcast last week on uh, teaching your kids uh, Bible and just some really good questions for, for the younger ones. But reading the Bible again, give the kids a journal so that they can journal as well When they do read the Bible, because that helps them to write down either a scripture or it helps them to, you know, think about what it was that they read read that really uh, touched them or was impactful to them. Number five, listening to good Christian audios. Obviously, music, praise music, praise and worship music is wonderful. Um, You know, you can have that on your car. And that's important. Um, but also, um, there are series like Adventures in Odyssey. Um, you can find some of those online. Um, they even have them that are downloadable now. Um, over the years, we used to buy the cassettes and then later the CDs. Um, and then, you know, we had those for the kids for, for years and years. And now my grandkids listen to them and love them. The sixth is watching good Christian films, for ex- example, on sites like PureFlix. Look for things with a good moral. My friends, there are so many things that are cultic, horror, um, you know, things that are not acceptable for any of us. Um, I think I shared with you some time ago, I, I did a podcast on movies and my top movies, and actually I'll put that link in here as well. But um, what I found was that, you know, my husband and I would watch things that were maybe a little bit stronger or had a a more, um, you know, a different rating, you know, and we found that we were not happy watching these movies. So my husband finally said, you know, if it's not good enough for the kids, it's not good enough for us. So, you know, think about that. Number seven, story starters. Make a list of questions such as, you know, the what would Jesus do? You know, give them different scenarios, such as when mom asks you to pick up your clothes or help with the dishes or do chores in general, you know, what would you do if the Lord were standing right there? And just, you know, think of different questions. And may and these are more of those teachable moments, like things that, you know, we may want to nag our kids about something, like don't forget to pick up your towel or don't forget to do this or that or the other. But sometimes we can teach better. With a story starter, and they'll know you're you're bringing up something. They're smart kids, Um, but they they will know that, and um, and yet, you know, just hopefully they'll they'll um, you know share sincerely what they would do if the Lord was there. And again, you can come up with your own list of questions. The eighth is games that teach Christian concepts. Now, I'm going to preface this with saying when you play games with kids, you need to set the rules because kids can get way out of hand. The first is if they're too competitive or ultra competitive, and that is they're going to be sad or have a meltdown if they lose. And the second is behavior, you know, like what they should be doing um, as far as. Um, You know, what would be acceptable? Are you going to allow them to run? Are they allowed to jump up and down and yell? You know, just set some of those parameters. And I have a link to a a Christian ministry site that had 10 active indoor Sunday school activities that you can use. And I thought some of them were really good, others, um, I thought were a little bit far-reaching in what they were trying to teach as far as a Christian um, perspective. Um, one that's not on that sheet that we played as a kid, and that was um, to teach that you have to trust in the Lord. And one way to do that is to have a child stand in front of an adult and tell the kids to fall back. Most of the, co- the time, the kids just won't let go. The idea is that God is there at all times for us, and we need to let go and feel His loving arms around us, His embrace. When the kids are younger, they're more apt to do it than when they're older, and that just goes along with, you know, the the differences in maturity level. And that will also show you, you know, it's just a good example of trust. Another fun game that was in that handout link that I shared on the show notes is, Giving kids, to, um, giving kids a set of combination locks. So you have two children and you give them both a combination lock. One that you're going to let them know ahead of time has the combination and the other doesn't. And you just allow them to sit there and work through it. And one is going to struggle and the other's lock will open easily. The point here is to show them that when we try to do things on our own, Without listening to God, we struggle. But if we listen to God and follow his instructions, things will go so much easier, right, and better. So that is um, just a really good um, activity. The other um, is number nine is acts of service, helping at a food kitchen, collecting clothes and gently used toys uh, to donate, visiting the elderly at the nursing home. All of these things can be done that show God's love. And you just explain, you know, God asks us to love one another as he loves us. And so, you know, you can find the scripture for that. You can, you know, give the kids an example of that. And again, um, by us showing that, uh, we can, uh, you know, share that with our, our children. Our church used to have a ministry to unwed mothers, and there was a house where unwed mothers lived. Some of them had other children. Uh, Some, this might have been a first baby. But what the older teens would do is go and help the other older kids with their homework. And so they would get community service hours for that. But even if they didn't, some of the kids started going back because they bonded with these little kids that they mentored and were like, you know, big brothers and big sisters to. So it's amazing what we can uh, show our children by acts of service about God's love. And the last is memorizing scriptures and prayers. And I think memorization is good and definitely has its place. Um, Also, of course, doing copy work. I have a lot of those in my printables. And those kinds of things are just really, really helpful. Friends, remember that the best way to teach about our faith is by demonstrating your love of God to others and setting the example, and of course, loving our children. I didn't even put that as you know, one of the things It's a given, right? Well, I pray this podcast has been helpful, and I ask you to share the show with a friend. Give me a star rating on iTunes or any podcast app where you listen, and please join me next week when I discuss helpful tips for parenting. I'm going to give you uh, my top 10 as well as some others. Thanks so much for joining me today. God bless you all, and I hope you have a wonderful um, day. And remember, the show notes are on VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, Episode 325. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the Moms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.